Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget, uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father, we thank you once again for allowing us to see a new day. We ask you to thank you for last week and bringing us through to see a new week, a new year. Oh, God, we ask now that you give us your mercy, your grace, and presence. Give us power, favor from on high. Bless your weak, feeble-minded servant that I am. Give me strength. Undergird me for a word to be said. Be a blessing to someone under the sound of my voice. Oh, we love you. We thank you for all you've done and continue to do. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O my Savior, my Redeemer. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you once again on this morning, uh, first Sunday of the new year. We do call your attention back. Our series still continues, Acts of the Church, in Acts chapter 16, and We'll pray. We may be convening Acts through January once again, and then a new theme and series began in February, but uh, we'll let, let the Lord divide, uh, lead and guide us and direct us in the path uh, on that front. But Acts 16 today, uh, beginning with the 21st, 21st, 25th verse, excuse me, 25th verse of Acts 16. I'll be reading the CSB translation, whatever translation you have. We ask you follow along. Uh, 25 reads, About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was a, such a violent earthquake that the foundation of the jail was shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's chains came loose. When the jailer woke up and saw the doors of the prison standing open, he drew his sword and was going to kill himself, since he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul called out in a loud voice, Don't harm yourself, because we're all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in, and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. He escorted them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your 
household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him, along with everyone in his house. He took them the same hour of the night, washed their wounds. Right away, he and all his family were baptized. He brought them into his house, set a meal before them, and rejoiced because he had come to believe in God with his entire household. The grass wither, the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. I just want to give a tag for this sermonic notes um, for this week. Deliverance is coming. Deliverance is coming. Sometimes it takes a shakeup to get us where we are supposed to be and do what we are supposed to to do at your job you didn't really perceive how you like your job you really hadn't taken inventory of the fact you had a job until there was a shake-up in management and the potential for a job loss and that really shook you up your appreciation changed your attitude changed have you had anything recently to shake you to your very core from the beginning of this pandemic, we have had several shaking events. Some have gotten ill, some financial circumstances, some job-related setbacks. Some have lost loved ones. Some just the stress and navigation of an unprecedented time. But whatever it was and whatever it is, it may have shaken you to the core. The Bible says that Paul and Silas were singing and praising the Lord while they were in the midst of a desperate situation. They had been incarcerated due to the fact they had healed the little girl who was a fortune teller and uh, serving purposes in the city to ungodly men. And they got mad and threw Paul and Silas in prison and here they are on this very night the bible says they were singing and praising the lord and that's what a message their time won't permit me to delve deep within that particular part of the text but some of us need to remember to keep praising him. And some of us know that that's what got us through 2020 and 2021 is that we kept our eyes on Jesus. It's awfully funny that when you keep your eyes on Jesus and don't look at the problem, that problems get smaller when your eyes are on Jesus. And Paul and Silas praying and singing and praising God in the prison, so much so that the other prisoners heard them. See, be careful how you live your life in front of others. If you profess Christ, you need to make sure that you are doing Christ-like things all the time. No matter what circumstances and external situations may be going on in your life, you need to make sure you reflect Jesus in everything you do and somebody is watching you while you go through whatever it is somebody is looking at you to see how you react respond and how you erstwhile do the things you do while you're going through what you are going 
through. Oh, my brothers and sisters, beloved, we got to make sure that we are performing as Christians and not performing a secular act. Yeah, some people, some Christians have gotten distracted from uh, the Christian walk because they have gotten, uh, due to the laboring of being a Christian. See, I always tell people it's not the salvation part that gets you. It's the discipling part that gets most people. Yeah, we can always say we're saved, but are we living saved? That discipling portion will always falter sometimes if we're not careful. We're not praying and reading on word and coming to church and listening to wise counsel. We can fall by the wayside. Savior is easy. Lordship is the hard part. And Paul and Silas, not letting the situation get the best of them, are singing and praising the Lord while the others listen. Somebody may get a shout just from hearing you praise. Somebody who may have missed the sermon may watch you and say, God must be real because look at his life, look at her life, look at what they're going through, and they're yet still praising of the Lord. That's what you got to keep on doing. Keep on singing and praising. 2021 may have been one of those years, but keep on singing and praising. Keep on lifting up your hands. Keep on raising, lifting your voice to God for the kingdom. See what happened? See what happened? Verse 26. We want to look at first. We look at suddenly. 26 says, suddenly there was a, such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the jail were shaken. Uh, my brothers and sisters, beloved, the jails were shaken by the violent earthquake and the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosened. Uh, see, turning a dark place into a worship place sometimes will set your spirit free. Uh, your external circumstances should not dictate your internal disposition. That's what Paul and Silas did not, even though they were in a dark, dingy dungeon of a prison. They did not allow what was around them to dictate what was in them. And can I put a pause and parenthetical place right here? Uh, some of us allow our external to dictate our internal. Meaning, Pastor Mac, that sometimes we allow those things around us to dictate how we worship and praise God. To dictate our attitude and change our disposition on uh, the inside to cause others to say, are they really professing Christ? Are they really living Christ? We should never let uh, our external dictate our internal. We have our minds off of ourselves, feeling sorry. Or we should have our minds not on the pain and fears, but we should have our minds on the Lord. I know it's cliche, is it? I know it's a cliche, but the old folk used to sing that song, I woke up this morning with my mind. Something to those words, because if your mind is on Jesus, things I told you will work out 
somehow. And Paul and Silas praying and singing, praising the Lord. And in my text, I could not study and find that they were praying and, and singing for release. <laughs> no, no, no. Some of us need to get off of that. God may not have us to get out of our situation. Suddenly may not be suddenly right then. Suddenly could be a little while longer. But while you're going through whatever you're going through, remember, you need to be praying for guidance rather than release. You need to be praying for God, let your will be done instead of God, get me out. Because whatever it is you're going through, God may be working it for your good and his glory. He may be trying to put something in you to help study, as the old folk used to say, the old preacher, study the ship, to make you sturdy in your faith. <laughs> in the midst of their pain, they were praising. Yeah, you got to remember, he'll turn around in his own time. He'll turn around when he gets good and ready, as long as, as it's, it's in his hands. He'll work that thing out for your good and his glory. <laughs> or to have a witness out there, somebody understanding what I'm talking about. You've been through those times in your life uh, when God had to work it out and prove you that he's still in control. That's why he allows some things to come into your life. Can I talk to some folk out there who may not be really committed to God? They come to church, but not really committed. But 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 the truth is, God has allowed you to come into some difficult circumstances right now to bring you to admit your need for him. Some of you may be in here today because things have gotten so difficult in your marriage, your finances, or your health, or other areas of your life, and you are looking to God for help. God can help you in a lot of ways, but first you must make the most important move of your life. You need to make him your personal savior through God. And God through Jesus Christ. That's the suddenly, suddenly. After they've been praying suddenly. After they've been praising suddenly. Things started shaking and moving. In the, and then secondly, there's some wondering. Look at verse 30 and 31. He escorted them, the jailer, and out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Almost as if he had seen enough. He has seen enough proof to know that the God they serve was real. <laughs> that the God they serve could handle whatever it was that they needed handling. He said, what, what do I do? What can I do uh, to be saved? Paul and Silas, not missing the time to evangelize and witness, said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Oh, my brothers and sisters, listen, listen, listen. He said, you will be saved in you and your household. Huh? Well, if anybody we should be talking about Jesus Christ, it should be our household. If anybody we should be witnessing and evangelizing should be our household. 
everybody in your family, everybody under your roof, everybody you related to, you should be sharing the gospel of Jesus. Because Jesus came to save all. That's the question that's out there in the world right now. What can I do to be saved? Don't start talking about your bank account. And don't start talking about how many cars you drive and how much square footage your house is and what kind of mattress is on your frame at home in your bed or sort of apostrophe. It don't matter because whatever matters to God is what we do for Christ. <laughs> Nothing else would matter. When we stand before the righteous judge of the earth. Yeah, we, 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 we shouldn't be concerned with all of that. That's why you got these circumstances in your life. God uses these adverse circumstances to lead people to himself. If you look at the Bible, the jailer is not the only one. Because he was going to commit suicide under rule because if any prisoner escaped, you were killed. Remember when Peter, the angel got him out a few chapters ago, Herod had the jailers killed. The jailer knew he was going to be killed. So he was going to commit suicide. Why? Paul said, don't do yourself no harm. <laughs> it only takes some life moments. <laughs> That's a circumstance that God will use to lead people to himself. The thief on the cross put his trust in Jesus. It took a blind man and another paralyzed. They put the trust in Jesus. The man in Mark 5 that had a demon possession took that to put his trust in Jesus. The woman in John 8 being caught in the act of adultery. God used it to put trust in Jesus. The parable of the prodigal son losing everything came through difficult circumstances. Used, put all trust in Jesus. And I'm not the only one who can identify that God will use whatever he needs to to make sure we come into a full knowledge of him showing us how much we need him in our life. Oh, my brothers and sisters, God has allowed some of the things that are going on in your life right now to happen to you. You may ask why. Truth is, God may have allowed you to come into some difficult times right at the beginning of the year. Because you need to admit your need for him. He's probably gotten tired of you saying, Lord, I'll come to you. If you do X, Y, and Z. Sure enough, God checks all the boxes, but we never fully commit to him. So while we are trying to commit, God will help us in those situations. So the jailer said, what must I do to be saved? Paul and Silas said, believe in the Lord Jesus. 
and you and your whole household will be saved. And that's good news today that we can still put our trust in Jesus. So looking at the last verse uh, in my text, 34 said he brought them into his house, set a meal before him, them, and rejoiced because he had come to believe in God with his entire household. Let me leave you lastly with rejoicing. It's always a rejoicing time when someone comes to the full knowledge of Jesus. He will use anybody and anything for the glory of the Lord. And I always thought that the story in this text was Paul and Silas's deliverance. Because everybody in the past, when I heard most preachers preach it, they always dug in to Paul and Silas's deliverance. But it wasn't their deliverance. Yeah, the physical deliverance. That's the most highlighted portion in the text. The deliverance of the jailer and his household is one we need to focus on today. That deliverance, yes, between the jailer and his household is why yeah, that we need to keep sharing the gospel of Christ. There should be, yes, rejoicing in your misery. There should be rejoicing in your calamity. Because in your rejoicing, you're identifying that God is still in control. No one compares to Jesus, yes, because he's been so good and he's been so kind. And everybody at some point is going to have to acknowledge Jesus. Jesus is the message from Paul and Silas, but is also the message of 2022, Jesus is still in the claiming business, claiming life for the kingdom. Jesus is still in the deliverance business. Deliverance is coming for somebody in here. The witness was given. The heart was awakened. The gospel was heard and the life was transformed. Every time somebody comes to the Lord, we need to rejoice. He's done so much for us, delivered us out of sin into a life of salvation. Oh, he did that for us. What a mighty God we serve. 
Brown is from 2021 to 2022. What a good God we serve. I know it sounds cliche, but we made it when others didn't. Deliverance is now in the spirit, because you might have to go through some storm and rain, pain and misery, but you still have deliverance in Jesus Christ. Matter of fact, you still here after 2021. Look like a rough year. Look like you wasn't going to make it. You still here when it looked like all was lost. Chips were down. You were down to your land. But you still here. And don't worry about whatever it is in your life. Deliverance is coming. Don't you be concerned with what you heard from somebody else. Deliverance is coming. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Didn't he do it? He does it well. Somebody say yes. Say yes. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC. Accept believe and commit if you did that we would love to hear from you you may contact us through our email get praise on at house of praise pp.org or you may go simply to our website www.houseofpraisepp.org contact us and someone from our discipleship team i will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in christ we love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line. We love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out.